Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. There's a new collaboration between the American Chamber of Commerce in Singapore and United Women Singapore to train and support women in STEM and sustainability. I can't think of uh, two more timely topics uh, happening right now. Let's bring on Dr. Shenzhen Lei, the CEO of the American Chamber of Commerce here in Singapore, and Georgette Tan Adamopoulos, the president of United Women Singapore. Ladies, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Neil. Great to have you both on, and uh, what a great topic, and, and tell us more about this collaboration. Shen, let's start with you. Um, first of all, what exactly is it, and then we'll talk about how it came about. Well, actually, I cannot claim that AmCham took the lead on this. It was really Georgette mm-hmm. and her tremendous leadership over the years. You know, I met Georgette years ago at AmCham when she was hosting some events there. And, you know, I got to know her then, and I got to know a study that she had done with MasterCard at the time, looking at girls' perception of careers in science and math and technology. And the results are pretty disappointing because even now, this was only a few years ago, the girls didn't think or could not visualize themselves as having careers in STEM. So that's how I knew that Georgette was really committed to doing something about this, right? Started with that study. So then over the years, not too long, but still both of us have changed, you know, different things that we do. And now she is the president of United Women that, you know, came up with this approach to thinking about how do we get girls more engaged in STEM? And so, of course, I've been tracking her and following her around like a little puppy saying, what can I do with you? What can I do with you? (laughs) So tremendous. It was just the right moment when, you know, Georgette said, we're planning this video series Mm. featuring women in STEM and sustainability, women leaders. And so we're very fortunate because we did have the opportunity to have one of the AmCham members from ERM. They're the largest environmental resource consulting firm on sustainability in the world. And here's a fun fact. My younger sister was an intern there when we were in high school. So you see how the world is all connected. But we had a woman leader from ERM participate in the video series. And, um, you know, it was something that was just a no-brainer. We had to do it with Georgette. And because it was Georgette, we knew it was going to be awesome. Well, Georgette, let me jump in there before we get into the collaboration in more detail. For the benefit of our listeners, and I'm genuinely interested to know, you're the Mm -hmm. president of United Women Singapore. Tell us a bit about that first, United Women Singapore, what it does, what it's uh, initiative. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Neil. Um, United Women Singapore, UWS, we are a locally based uh, organization, a nonprofit, and we focus on women's empowerment, gender equality, and building that pipeline of future women leaders. And we believe that STEM and the focus on STEM is actually key to that pipeline. So this is exactly this collaboration that we're talking about today between American Chamber of Commerce and UWS is exactly spot on in that square that says, how do you build that pipeline of future women leaders, particularly Mm. in STEM? And I have to say, I'm the biggest fan of Xinxian. This is like a love (laughs) fest right now. on on The Mutual Admiration (laughs) Society. I love it. Absolutely. (laughs) Well deserved. Well Um, deserved. You should present this show because we we just argue all the time. (laughs) We (laughs) We don't need them. them. (laughs) We're going to sit back and let you guys go. Um, and, And this is what it is. It's about partnership all along the way. Right. And it's about bringing women, young girls on that journey. So we, we sat down one day over coffee and we were saying, how do we 
do more in this space. Um, both our organizations, both of us individually. And then we came up with the idea, let's do something hmm. that brings women, obviously the core of what we do at UWS, but also sustainability, which American Chamber of Commerce is advocating, spearheading, and, and recognizing that is so critical in our conversations. So this intersectionality yeah. was a no-brainer. Yeah. It was just what we had to do together. And it didn't take that long to come up with, hey, let's do a video series. Let's start with this. Let's start with the video series. And it, it stemmed from, and I, okay, no pun intended, it stemmed <laughs> from, <laughs> is this that? Um, some research, and CN knows I love my research, it stemmed from the fact that girls actually um, uh, really ask for, they want, they, they, they yearn for role models. They yeah. need role models. Right? They want to know who's blazed the trail ahead of them, mm. what, what challenges they're going to face. They want that counsel. They want the, the, the mentorship. So having these women role models featured in this um, three-parter video series that we just launched a month ago, precisely on International Day of Women and Girls in Science, thought that was appropriate. Yeah. Um, you know, seemed like a no-brainer for us. Georgia, um, if I can just jump in. Go when sure. when we talk about um, the STEM training, and we've had a, a lot of guests on over the years on this show yeah. uh, talking about teaching at the university level to, and, and even at the uh, secondary school level to get young women, young girls um, thinking about STEM as a career, for mm-hmm. example. Um, this program, though, does this focus more on women who are already in the workforce, professional women? Um, and if so, how are you transitioning them into STEM, into sustainability from other um, prior jobs, or are you just helping them to achieve within that field already? So the program that's being developed, the curriculum that's being developed, and, and you know, we're getting input from AmCham too, um, is really looking at uh, the younger set. We're looking at targeting secondary school and the institutions of higher learning, mm-hmm. the IHLs. Yep. And again, it goes back to the premise of we need to build this pipeline. Yeah. And CN. I was going to say, yeah, sorry. The whole point is that even though it is targeted at the younger set, by having these role models, these women role models, I think that knock-on effect of of inspiring women who are already in a related field or even Mm. an unrelated field Mm. to Mm. start to think about what can they be doing. So I think it goes beyond just women in itself or the younger set. I think it's that continuum. Wonderful. And I think it's a wonderful initiative, uh, Xian. It's about establishing pathways, isn't it? It's, to, it's for young women to see that the pathways exist. And you do that through highlighting, in this particular example, three wonderful wonderful role models, female role models within the STEM industries. And maybe, Shen, you could benefit, you could highlight for the benefit of our listeners who those role models were that you picked for this collaboration and why they are such, they present such a wonderful pathway for young women in Singapore. Well, thank you for asking me that, but I actually was not the mastermind between who we selected. We definitely put, you know, women in front of the producers and Georgette and said, who do you think is more suitable? So if you don't mind, I'm going to punt it over to Georgette because she will know the women a little bit better than me. Wait, always in partnership. Yes, I'm there. Um, so we, we've got three fabulous women. I think Xian already prefaced by saying that we have this wonderful woman, uh, Chin Yen Yen, who is a partner uh, for safety services at 
Environmental Resources Management (ERM), and she really she's she's uh, she she gets it. I mean, she's really into nature um, and and understanding the biodiversity. Um, we also have um, uh, Nur Estia Binte Ahmad, who's a research associate at the ASEAN at the Asian School of Environment and NTU. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I apologize. The the biodiversity um, subject matter expert is in fact Nor Estia Binti Rahman, mm-hmm. who is with the Asian School of Environment at NTU. And then we also have uh, Madhavi Srinivasan, who is executive director at the NTU Sustainability Office, and she is in fact a professor at the School of Material Science and Engineering at NTU, so a real STEM professional. So we've got real subject matter experts here who understand, but also translate it from the academics into the practicality. So Yen Yen, for example, actually advises in her role, you know, um, refineries and plants and facilities um, and brings it to life, right? So so what, what more can we ask for? Three amazing subject matter experts and role models. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, uh, Georgette. We were speaking with uh, Georgette Tan Adamopoulos, president of United Women Singapore, and Dr. Shenzhen Lei, the CEO of the American Chamber of Commerce in Singapore, about a new collaboration, uh, AmCham and UWS, to support and train women in STEM and sustainability. Uh, Shen, when you look at the, uh, the, the business landscape in Singapore, um, uh, promoting these two elements, uh, what what is your hope for AmCham's ability to affect change uh, in STEM, in sustainability uh, across the, the partner companies? Yeah, thank you for that question because it's something that I've been pondering ever since I joined the chamber in this role more than two years ago. Now, some of you may be aware that I am also a woman in STEM. I am an adjunct professor over at the Sosby Hawk School of Public Health. I'm an epidemiologist by training, and my specialization is genetics, genomics, precision medicine, precision public health. So obviously, I'm going to be self-serving <laughs> and come to the chamber and say, hey, well, how am I going to use all of this so that I can still remain connected for the benefit of mm. our members as well as for all of Singapore community? Because it is important that we recognize that science is a part of everyday life. It's not for the nerds, it's not for the geeks, it's not something that's so complicated we cannot understand it. Now, when it comes to business, we also know that science is a part of business, whether it's from the data perspective, whether it's actual science as, you know, what the uh, women leaders that were featured in these videos do every single day. At the chamber, what I'm trying to do is think of ways to connect business and policy and science. Right. Now, for a long time, we've had people who really don't trust the experts. You know, we got this COVID pandemic going on. My voice is a little messed up because I tested positive yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <sighs> but you know what? COVID has taught us that science is part of everyday life. We all know how to test ourselves now. That's yeah. science in the home. So yeah. that's what we're trying to do at the chamber is to connect the various pieces of our lives because nothing is really operating in silo. When we talk about sustainability and STEM, those are areas that we're trying to develop, and we could use as much input as we can get from our members and from organizations like United Women because we want to have impact. So we don't want to just be a platform that talk, 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 and never does anything. But you see, with this program with United Women Singapore, it's our opportunity to actually have impact, to grow the next generation. And some people may not be aware that 
at a chamber, training and development across all levels, across all functions is something very important to what we want to do for the business community and the community at large. So it's a, you know, this collaboration with United Women Singapore is just a little bit of what we hope to do over the coming years. Yeah, nice. you, you raise a fascinating point there. You work in STEM yourself. Uh, I presume you've worked overseas as well. Singapore for years is recognized as one of the top maths and science hubs in the world when it, it comes to exam levels. We get the highest exam rates. We sell our curriculums to other educational establishments around the world. And yet there still seems to be some hurdles there when it comes to young women going into the STEM sectors. As someone who has worked in different countries, different cultures, what do you see as the cultural or whatever hurdles that still need to be overcome for young women in this country? I'm not sure if it's just limited to young women, because let's face it, I don't know what you guys majored in in school, but science and engineering and all that, they're hard. And so oftentimes, you know, when you're in primary school here in Singapore or elsewhere, you kind of are taken step by step. You can overcome it with enough support, right? But once you get to high school and then you get to university, it's hard. So it's very easy to give up on science and math. Um, We can talk about the cultural aspect of women and girls in science, and I agree that that's part of it, but it wasn't necessarily true for me. As an example, I grew up in California, so I'm Chinese-American. And um, I think that I grew up in an environment where you could do whatever you want, but the main hurdle was me because science, technology, engineering, and maths is super hard. So I think what we need to do is find a way to make it less scary and to find a way to help kids and maybe even us adults, because I try to read physics books when I can, like little introductory texts, just to make it appealing for us to want to learn. And we know of many scientists out there who are doing the same. And I hope to do just as much to contribute to the fact that science is not hard. You just got to work at it. And that's how we're going to get girls, boys, dogs and cats into thinking about STEM. Yeah. Can, I, can I jump in sure. here Please, very, very quickly? Yeah. Because research has shown, and we conducted research over the last two to three years, it's a confidence issue. It's not mm. competence. The girls are super competent. It's confidence. And that confidence unfortunately comes from the fact that they don't get as much support and encouragement at home as the male members of their of the mm. family, their brothers and cousins and so forth. So Shen is absolutely correct. If we can actually change that mindset, work with the parents and get them excited about the prospect for the girls and the jobs that they're going to have in the future, I think that's that's going to help spur it on so much faster. That's fascinating, Georgia, because it does to allude that there is something cultural there. Because if you listen to Sien, she grew up in California, very confident, was encouraged to study and explore whatever avenue she wanted. And it seems to be that's not quite the case in Singapore. There's a lot more that needs to be done, changing that mindset. And again, it's confidence. We need to build a confidence in the girls themselves. They need to know that not only can they do this, they can do it well. And there could be great prospects for them career-wise, you know, and especially in sustainability. I mean, that's the whole new realm and arena of jobs of the future, anything in tech. Mm. Um, But it's also getting to the parents and the family members. And that's where the role models come in. So if you've got role models that are within the family, aunts, grandmothers, mothers, cousins, who are from that space. Sien is the perfect example. She's a great role model to her kids. So we need those role models to help the, the young girls get excited 
about mm. STEM. So even though it might be, in fact, really, really hard, difficult and challenging, they're going to stick with it and they're going to stay throughout. Georgette, um, we just have a, a, a minute left or so, but I want to give you the last word. How are you going to measure success for this? What kind of KPIs, what kind of yardstick do you have uh, to know whether or not this support that you're giving with AmCham is, is, gonna, is succeeding? Well, we have a social media campaign. Obviously, there's measurements around that. But really, it's about the feedback that we're going to get both from through the AmCham channels as well as through our own channels. We're obviously going to see whether there are more girls that are going to sign up and parents that are going to actually say, I want my daughters to step up to this role. And we hope that through this collaboration that other women step up to say they want to be featured and they want to be counted and they want to be participating in this journey to bring along other young women and girls mm. along the STEM journey. Well, thank you, ladies. We do have to leave it there. There are some comments and questions coming in on the Money FM Facebook Live page. Uh, if you do, if you're able to take a second to answer some of those questions online, put any links in. Uh, I've put in the link for United Women Singapore already. Uh, we would uh, in- enjoy uh, having you uh, contribute to uh, answering some of those questions. Uh, in the meantime, we do have to say goodbye. Uh, Dr. Shen Chen Lei, CEO of American Chamber of Commerce, and Georgette Tan Adamopoulos, the president of United Women Singapore. Thanks to you both for being with us on Money thank FM. You. Have a great weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.